0: And
1: the time is directly twelve minutes past the hour of nine, and we are coming in with a banger called Amategi. A very big thank you to Ceejay for a beautiful show with a Saturday breakfast show. Pretty sure you had a nice breakfast, guys, cause. The Saturday pictures shows that are always fire. Am I lying or oh, am I lying? Anyways, good morning. It's a girl social coming in with a reminder to go and have fun because we're here for a good time and not a long time. Welcome back to yet another fire show. What's up, we Voice Reloaded on Emma FM 98.7, the best companion in the city. And I am not alone today. I'm with
2: my beautiful co host. All right, coming to you live from Emma FM. And it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so today is the 15th of October 2022. Mm. And we celebrate National Sweetest Day. Oh! But everyone knows how much I love Sweet Day. Eh? Yeah. But then we all know at the end of the day, they have like a bad impact on our health. True. So we don't have to like eat much candies and whatnot. Mm. So the easiest way to celebrate this day is to buy candies for your loved ones. <laughs> then le you know, have fun, but like not too much because anfunu kila Yeah, but
1: you know, what's There could be you could eat healthy sweets like dried fruits and nice new chicken bars, you know. Because like mm-hmm. I believe I don't know if this is me, but mm-hmm. like I'm a dried fruits daily best, mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. they better than sweets and new chicken bars. Oh my god, okay. guys, come on! <laughs> All right, and. Speaking of sweets, you all know I'm a comfort foods. So,
2: Shupitanta, when you have stress, what do you eat, Rena? I, I'd say often when like I have stress, I want a mango. Right. I prefer marshmallows. You know, something about its texture, you know, the flavors and whatnot. Right. Um, it bring it brings about that sense of belonging, that sense of, you know, relaxation. So. Yeah, marshmallows are the thing. At times, it's just like drink water, and then everything goes back to normal. i a sense of belonging. I'm But I also
1: love water, you know. <laughs> but it's weird of me for not liking chocolates. Because uh, sorry for being a <laughs> to all the girls <laughs> out exactly. there, but please forgive me, ladies. But I do enjoy ice cream, but not chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's hashtag buts up, raise your voice on social media. So Ndanta, fill us in. What are we doing today? Spill the tea. So
2: today we have an exciting lineup. So um, we're still talking about mental health. October is the month where we raise awareness about e-mental health. Right. I hope you guys learn something from Amasho's way too about e-mental health. And then we're also gonna listen to a story from a girl was in Zambia. Okay. She, um, her experience, with mental health or if you enjoy even So, um, we also we are so excited so that you guys listen to this podcast because we'll be giving away 250 to our lucky participants <laughs> that will give us feedback about <laughs> yes 250 in <laughs> a airtime I'm sorry airtime and then to send your feedback stay tuned and after the podcast send keyword health to this number zero six zero zero five two nine two nine three on WhatsApp. Or go to our Facebook page and click the competition link. Winner we will be announced next week. la walala. Okay, so before we get into that, I have a question for Nila Balalelba, my beloveds. So I want to know how do you support your loved ones emotionally? How do you avail yourself emotionally for your loved ones? So as besty, shui Shelele as and then, yeah, but since she's a classic nyana, just, like, sit back, relax, and stay tuned. We'll get into a podcast after this.
0: Thank you. Hey, Unati has been down for a while now, and she's missed three days of school. Do you know what's wrong with her? She told Mr. Mugwena she's got mental health. <laughs> what do you mean, we all have mental health? Well, sometimes you have good or bad mental health. I sometimes suffer from depression and anxiety, too. Oh, Really? But you seem fine upstairs. (laughs) It's not a laughing matter, friend. Mental health describes your emotional, psychological, and overall well-being. And when people have challenges, it doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong with them. It just means they're ill. So the same way we have to take care of our physical health by exercising and eating healthy, we need to take care of our mental health by speaking up when we aren't feeling well. You're hectic. I didn't know mental health needed to be taken care of like normal health. I think we should check in with Unati and let her know that she can talk to us about anything. Reach out to someone who you trust and talk to them. You aren't alone. Your mental health matters. Hi there. The past two years have been very hard for you, for me, for everyone. We were faced by COVID-19 and it meant being locked up in our houses for months. Some people lost jobs, lost loved ones, lives were turned upside down. It's going back to normal, but it's not that easy. I wanted to remind you to take things slow. Be kind to yourself. Talk to someone about how you feel, whether it's stress, trauma, anxiety, or depression. Find the mental health support that suits you. You're not alone. Your mental health matters.
2: And now, this is the moment you've been waiting for.
3: What is this? What's up? Raise a voice. What are you waiting for?
4: Speak up. I can't hear you. Speak up and be heard.
3: Every Saturday
4: between 9 and
3: 10 a.m. at Imalatini FM, FM, FM 98.7. The best companion in the city.
4: <laughs> I'm feeling you. <laughs>
3: what,
4: what,
1: what, what, what? what? What's up? Raise a voice. Yeah, you know. yeah.
4: Turn it up. I'm afraid of the dark.
1: Okay guys. Okay guys. Mm-hmm. As Mutanta Ashilo, we have this podcast. But the competition is you giving feedback and you're gonna send the keyword health after listening to the podcast of course. Send the keyword health to O six zero O five two nine two nine three. O 9293 on WhatsApp. Or go to our Facebook page and link on the competition link. And so Janda, please
2: tell us what's this podcast about So basically, um, since October is the month of the awareness in mental health. Yeah. Um you're going to listen to Mulemba's story. Um, a girl from Zambia, Ashella Nguti, what happened to her friend and then Ashley Nguti him affecting Janintole. Like um journey afterwards oh, yeah. okay. and then please guys after listening to the podcast don't be afraid send us some um, feedback because you can be our lucky winner yeah. and it's 258 time you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes please um so we're gonna get to the podcast um right now so ube mesomani, like you know I don't know if i are making sense but like something like that and then yeah yeah let's get into it
3: when you have mental health issues they'll say no this person has demons let's take them to the church for prayers but like this is a disease it's almost like going for prayers to get malaria healed
4: when you need to take drugs. Mulembo Mulando is a 23-year-old lawyer with a side hustle. Born and bred in Kitwe, Zambia, she's become quite the mental health advocate on radio, TV, and on social media. Law wasn't a career she initially saw for herself, but her friends and family, well, they said she was a natural fit.
3: Growing up, I've been that girl who is the mediator at home because my dad is very strict. And so if you need to get anything from him, All my other siblings would send me, when it's coming from me, you know, being the last born, you know, to talk to parents. So he would always agree. And honestly, at the time, I didn't feel like it because I said, oh, lawyers are liars. I'm happy I went that route because I love, love, love law.
4: Mulemba uses her mediation skills to get audiences to see different perspectives. Challenging those who think mental health is not a Zambian thing. She asks hard-hitting questions and supports young people on her Facebook page and in a bunch of WhatsApp groups. Sometime early this year, 2022,
3: we went into the community as young people to ask our community members what they think about mental health, their opinions, whether or not they know what mental health is. And the responses that came out from the young people in the communities was that in our homes... You are not allowed to be sad. You are not allowed to cry. When you say it's mental health, they'll just say, uh 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 in Africa we don't have mental health. That's a white people thing. Here we are strong. You don't need to cry. You don't need to be sad. You don't need to be weak because when you cry, you're weak. You need to be brave and strong. Africans are strong people. Clearly they are not. When you look at the rates of the suicide cases and the increase, how rampant it is, you can see that these, these are black people, these are Africans that are killing themselves. How is it a white people thing?
4: Mulemba has no regrets about becoming a lawyer, but getting her degree took a considerable toll on her. She saw students in her class suffering much more. Some of her friends went on weekend drinking binges, saying that they did it to cope with the stress. It's a whole big concept in Zambia. Having
3: to get through school and getting your paper is a lot of pressure. I don't know why school is, like it's just not easy. Everyone is just trying to struggle through school, fighting their way out of school. And the pressure and the struggle is
4: real in university. Even though everyone was feeling the pressure to succeed, Mulemba felt that a lot of her peers kept to themselves and didn't speak out or ask for help when they were struggling.
3: When I was in school, doing my law degree, I stayed with my friend, her
4: name is Mumbe. Mulemba and Mumbe rented an apartment together. Mulemba was one year ahead of Mumbe, but the two were close, super close. We spent literally every day together and everything that
3: we did because our life evolved around going to school, coming back, studying, I woke her up that we should go to school, and she refused. She just said, ah, Mulemba, I don't want to go to school today. I want to
4: sleep. This didn't set off any alarm bells for Mulemba. They just celebrated Mumbe's birthday a few days before. She figured that Mumbe was still tired from all the birthday partying. Besides, it wasn't unusual for students to skip the occasional lecture. So Mulemba left Mumbe at home and went to class, they texted back and forth until Mulemba put away her phone when her lecturer walked into the classroom. But just a little while later,
3: we heard screams from the class next door. So I went to check. Then they told me that Mumbe has drunk poison. At first I thought that joking, like you can't tell me that because I'm literally from joking to her. Mm. Then they said, you no, know, like I could read it from their faces that they are not joking. No, this is not a prank, this is not April Fool's, and <laughs> they were serious. So I said, What do you mean, how? Then they showed me the message. So she had exited their class group
4: and she told them, I'll miss you guys. When Mumbe left her class WhatsApp group, her classmates began to worry. Some of them tried calling her, but Mumbe didn't pick up. Mm.
3: The nurses called me in. They asked me if I wanted to see her body. I said, yeah, because I need to be sure that what you're saying is true. Mm. So I went to where she was being laid. And um, she just looked like she was sleeping because I saw her sleep every day, really. Except that her body was cold, literally cold. Mm. Everything else just looked normal. She
4: was gone. What happens when you leave the hospital and you're now... Alone. I just cried so much. I blamed
3: myself. I felt like I was being a bad friend for not seeing that something had troubled her. Because imagine for someone to take her life, it's because she's going through something so deep that she can't do this anymore. Why did, was I blind to the realization that she might have been going through something so deep? I felt like a bad friend. I felt like I didn't give her a shoulder to lean on, and I had so many questions that no one could give answers to.
4: Grief and guilt weighed heavily on Mulemba. Coming from a Christian background, her mother recommended going to church for counsel. Honestly, at that point,
3: I felt like I was blaming God for taking my friend's life without me knowing. And so I didn't feel like the prayers were helping when I know they were,
4: but I just didn't feel like it at the time. A few friends helped Mulemba get the help of a professional therapist. She says therapy isn't really a Zambian thing. I've literally
3: never seen other people in my family cry. Well, except on funerals, that's once in a while. And that should be a funeral of someone very close to their hearts. And so crying because, or like you prolonged crying. Yes, at the time when I lost my friend, it was allowed to cry. But afterwards, like, you're still crying, you're not moving on. And then I'm like, but do you guys really understand that this was so traumatizing? And, you know, like, no, crying is not something
4: allowed. (coughs) About two months later, Mulemba felt ready to tell her story on social media. She soon realized how much her story could help others and how she could get people talking about mental health. It had over 1,000 people sharing and over 1,000
3: likes and it got a lot of attention from the media. And so it was at that time that I got to realize I needed to talk about this because when people don't know what mental health is, when people don't know the signs to look out for when their friend is going through depression, they won't know what help to give. So I read a lot on these things. And I, when I sit back today, I'm able to pinpoint, to say, my friend wasn't okay at all. Her sleeping patterns had changed. She's a person who never slept during the day because would we'll be studying. But for those two weeks, she was sleeping during the day. Her eating habits also changed, and she lost weight drastically. I really didn't think it could be mental health issues. She was a very fat person, healthy, chubby, and all of that just shed off. For us at the time, it was like, yay, I've lost weight. You know how girls have body goals, summer bodies on. So for us, it was something to applaud, not knowing that it was bad. And I couldn't see it because I had zero idea of what mental health is, but today when I look back, I honestly remember that if only I knew what I
4: know now, I could have helped her in one way or another. In your research, you also found out a lot about uh, the suicide rates in Zambia and so on. I'd really love to hear more about what you discovered um, in your research Mm -hmm. that you did with other young people. In
3: Zambia specifically? there has been an increase in the suicide cases. Let me just say, there's been suicide, yes, but it has never been more pronounced than it has been last year and this year. This year, January, February, and part of March, every other week, there was a suicide case. So much that when you see there's, an, there's a death notice, you'd even ask, is it suicide? If it's not suicide, the only other reason was Maybe an
4: accident, like a road traffic accident. And so it became so normal. Zambia is also a religious country. It's a Christian country, basically. And I know that you are Christian yourself. And so, you know, committing suicide and all those things are usually seen in quite a bad light. And I'm wondering how you bridge the two belief systems around the mental health work that you do and your Mm -hmm. Christianity and the beliefs around suicide there. Being so
3: religious, you find that people say, they'll say, no, this person has demons. Let's take, let take them to the church for prayers. Um, no, the papa has to pray for them. The father at church has to pray for them. These are demons. Why is this person sad? This person doesn't even want to eat. And you find that others will even say, no, they've bewitched my child. This is not how my child was. My child has lost weight. My child is not eating. And so let's just take this child for prayers. So you find that people go for prayers when you they are missing one component of the healing process. If I knew what I know now, I could have helped her. I was going to ask her what is wrong, what is bothering her, and how best I can help her. I could have given her a shoulder to lean on. I feel like growing up, I have been kind of very judgmental in how I handle issues but after that i learned not to be judgmental to accept people as they are to allow people to talk to me about issues affecting them without being judgmental so now my friends really do open up to me on things that are affecting them so much that a lot of them tell me how they were abused and help getting help how they have mental health issues and i try to help them out we talk about it we have sessions I link them to like people that can be of more help than me or people that can give them a sort of different help than I can render, but still being there for my friends.
4: Before wrapping up the interview, Mulemba asked if she could offer one final thought. Please be kind to people. You don't know what
3: people are going through. When you don't have anything nice to say, it would be better if you just don't say it. So please, every time you're talking talk with words of kindness because words can go far away by hurting people. So just, just be kind.
4: I love that. Just be kind.
3: Mm. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Lisa D. I'm happy I could do this talk with you.
4: Absolutely a pleasure. And I'm so grateful to have spoken Mm. to you and have you be on the podcast. FM will not be held liable for third party opinions during interviews, social media comments, or other formats played on air.
2: There you have it, listeners. A nice classic by Gaza Canal, Zuma Russell, and George Leslie. He lankio yum. I hope you guys listen to the podcast. Nice story indeed. If you just joined us, we're talking about e-mental health. And the podcast was, um, a story from a girl who says, um, you're telling us about her story, mental health. So, and is is what Mulemba had to say about her friend. Um, may the friend's soul rest in peace, God. Good people, you know, like, um, mental health is real, um, but not demons. At times, um, I want to, we, we all have this thing, Luguti, um, if you're living in a black household, if you feel say Oh, mama, I have this mental health thingy. She'll go see, we have mental health, we have mental health, we have mental health, we have shelter, and all those things. True, true. And then, I know as black people, you know, we have this thing of to say, I am not mental health, just a stagey, and whatnot. And I feel like, at a very young, like at a very young stage, it's just like we'd have a picture in mind of, what mental health is, and then any into any the podcast is that we as young people we need to speak up instead of committing suicide and making it difficult for our loved ones. So, social, what what did you take home from the podcast?
1: Okay, um, well, I think it's okay to talk about it if you have something you need to voice out, mm-hmm. do it and feel free. Uh, around like your close ones, it could not be family, but your friends. Like you should like always have someone that you need to talk to. So in essence, I've learned to voice out my
2: thoughts and not feel a poverty, You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, so another thing that I learned from the podcast is that we need to speak up. I know sometimes you would say bottling things up is better, bottling things up is not like you're bothering someone. At some point we now by not talking about these things. And then at the end of the day, your loved ones you both others clue about it. Um the friends started to like have sleeping changes schedule and whatnot a loser in yeah. weight. I'm sure if however you lose weight, it's, it's ah, some like a born. good thing. Yes. Yeah, yes, girl. But then at times we need to like speak about these things. And, uh, and you know, we must be aware if however that someone overs you, we are a changer. Like, what's wrong? Like, be emotionally available yeah. for that person. So, about being emotionally available, how do you support your loved ones emotionally. As is really good what do you guys have to say about it? To me, it actually depends on who it is because some of my friends prefer to vent to me, then I give them an advice on how to deal with the issue while others prefer not to. And some of them prefer having time to themselves and I really support that by just distancing myself for a bit and then When they are well, I try to be there for them, anyhow or any way I
3: can. Thank you.
0: Hi, I'm Lee. I emotionally support a loved one by checking up on them every day and making sure if they're okay.
3: Good morning, guys. This is Manke, And I want to talk about how you can be there for your loved one. Validate their emotions. Letting someone know that they are not alone and being open to what they want to share is an important step. Just show up for them, keep things confidential, and then keep the door open always. Be a good listener and spend time with them. Offer praise and offer practical help. Yes.
0: Hi, my
2: name is Cindy Souchovis answering the question of how do you support a loved one? Um Supporting a loved one means you should always be there for them, um, go out with them, always talk to them, comfort them, keep them busy with their hobbies, um, that's how you can comfort a person emotionally.
3: Hi, my name is Lucretia and the question is how do I support my loved one emotionally? Honestly, asking people about how they
2: are and how their day was does a lot of things, you know, the little things matter. Some some people, when they're like emotionally down and you ask them how they are, it it just brightens them up somehow knowing that someone there cares, you know. That's how I do it. I don't really like to dwell into it because some people don't want to talk about it. Thank you.
3: Hi, this is Hamo Mukwenna. How do I support a loved one emotionally? I just make sure I'm always there for them. Whether It's just being in their presence and showing them love and affection. Or it's just giving them some words to nourish their mind and take them off the situation and help them ease up whatever they're going through. I just make sure I'm always there for them. Hi, my name is Danta Mulebo, and the government has failed me by forcing me to study subjects that are not aligned with my dreams in high school, which was entrepreneurship. Business alone was not enough, because we spend most time studying maths and science. As comp- Hi, my name is Frenze. I support my loved ones by always being there for them when they need me. Like listening to them, listening to their problems, and giving them advice if I can, and if I can't, you know, just help them with what they're going through. Yeah.
4: Malatini FM ninety eight point seven, the best companion in the city. Malatini FM will not be held liable for third party opinions during interviews, social media comments, or other formats played on air. <laughs>
2: What you have to say, thank you very much for saying in your opinions. So, I think we support our loved ones emotionally by our, by availing ourselves every day, just like saying hi, how are you? It's just like at times, it's just like it enlightens us. Hey, okay, there's someone out there because, like, hey, we are going through a lot. Hey, Good mm-hmm. In fact, um, another thing, we also have to understand um, people and be kind always. So if we do that, we'll have an understanding society. All right. So in this video,
1: we'll see what you guys have to say. I have the myth, and I'm going to bust it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to bust it, guys. Yeah. If you see me doing the thing here. Okay, so we all know he especially from Abazali like, mental illness, like, it's not such of a huge thing to, ama like, mostly black yeah, parents, because yeah. it's mostly phone or, like, yeah, it's, it's always, amatimone, it's the phone. you see, yeah. so, like, I'm here to pass that myth, so, mm-hmm. it said, Uti, black people, like, I'm not sure they face different social yes, pressures, yes. so they have an increased risk of depression more than yeah. white people, so parents out there, please understand <laughs> your <laughs> children yes. and there's also another one, it's blacks and African people mm. African American people guys, mm. are more often diagnosed with schizophrenia than white people so in yeah. essence like black people have like, yes. are more likely to face a mental illness than a other, other people. Other. So, parents, please Jane, even there
2: for your children. Jane, yes. yes, most okay. definitely. Okay. And you um, any zhuile from the podcast is that, um, um, we are strong, we are meant to be strong. There's no such thing as a mental health. Yeah, no people mental health is real as long as Ubo and Loguti, you can't do this anymore just like find a way to talk to someone like also feel comfortable in general yeah I, I feel like if however we get um, parents to understand what uh, mental health is i i think sharp and another thing, social, I think we all need to understand each other and have patience at yeah, all times really true. and we also need to teach young people about mental health because like a c is young young adults, hey, and at some point, it's a good thing like that um parents give out advices to us as it's in his name, mm-hmm. and then oh, uh, you guys. Okay, and Mm. considering the fact that today's
1: society is not very understanding eh, when it comes to mental health Mm -hmm. illnesses and mental health in general. The umbrella of mental health is not being taken seriously. Exactly. And I think it should start from... Say young young age. That's the S- saying. S- Thank you. So, you know, Uthi, they have to start teaching Avantoana, like Uthi, there's these types of uh, mental health illness. Yes. It's not always depression and anxiety. Because exactly. that's the two main things that people know. Uthi. Okay, it's either I have depression or so anxiety. anxiety. And, and there it. are many of our um, mental illnesses that one can be diagnosed with. So I think Okay, we have to teach children or by some way life orientation.
2: Yeah, because some normally a crash just to like give like paint a picture in one's in one's mind. You know? Isn't this in And then you guys, um thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. As is Fiyima Petersonale raise your voice. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for sharing your opinions yes. on our WhatsApp. And then, yo, if it wasn't for you guys, I love a sequel. And also, until our next show, enjoy the rest of your day. And remember to sp- spread awareness about mental health and be kind to yourself. All mm-hmm. right.
1: Uh, Mina. Mm. My last words, and I always wanted to do this yeah okay my last words my mm. last words are that youth should step forward and they should learn they should be willing to learn about mental health mm. so yeah those were my last words yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in and it's been a wonderful show and I think I enjoyed being with you guys yes. and it's social signing out
2: bye